is 12.06. If you start talking about octopuses, I'm going to come over there and smack Octopi. you. Octopi. I won't. It's a very sad story. It's so sad. It's only going to break your heart. <laughs> uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to the second hour of the First Day Show. We're brought to you by Greg Cooper and Lisa Phillips. They're real estate consultants. They're the very, very best. Crossroads Collective is where they are at Compass Realty. Go to CrossroadsCollectiveHomes.com. You want to check the value of your home? Go to HoosierHomeValues2023.com. If you missed our conversation from last hour, Kylan posts that along with all of our the entire show at WIBC.com. Go right. check it out or anywhere you stream your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you want. It's August 27th, one more week to wear our white pants. Uh, because next weekend we celebrate the long Labor Day holiday and a Labor Day tradition here in our uh, central Indiana is the U.S. Nationals, the world's biggest the drag race. Right. Yeah. Drag race. Well, not, there's not, I mean, they're not people dragging and wearing clothes, funny, I mean, different clothes. It's This is a drag race. And it's going to be arriving later this week at Lucas Oil IRP, the 30th through the 4th. And... Kylan, I do believe, if I'm not right, I'm sorry, but I believe they have a two-seater nitro bike. Oh, my. What? Kylan loves motorcycles. And I, I think sure they do. have, um, like, where up. you can kind of be a part of it and see what it's like to be on a nitro bike. The two-seater. Check that out, because I'd like to strap you in one of those cars, and I'd like to strap <laughs> Denny in a funny car and let you go. <laughs> Bob you Barker go. died. I know. Yeah. So sad. 99 years old. A consummate gentleman. Just a consummate gentleman. Yeah. And uh, advocate for the animals. Interesting. He served in the United States Naval Reserves, 19 daytime Emmy Awards. Co- truth or Consequences. I remember that even as a kid. I thought he was Price of Right. Well, Price yeah, but Truth right. or Consequences was, that's when I first knew who he was, 1956 to 1975. Remember when he hosted the Miss Universe and Miss USA Beauty Pageants? Remember that? I do not. And he resigned after the uh, officials there refused to stop giving fur coats to as awards. He was a real advocate Absolutely. for animals of all sorts. Given millions of dollars in protecting animals and traveling exotic animal protection act. He was a part of that, urging that passage where, you know, we don't see animals so much in the circuses anymore. I am told that anybody who wanted to take their picture with him, selfie whatever, he would he would always stop and do it. Always, never Shied anyway, shied anybody away. Gave five million dollars to the Sea Shepherd Conservation Society, which is a marine wildlife and environmental protection group to help in international whaling. And the society named a ship in his fleet in their fleet called the Bob Barker. Wow. He made a difference, that's for sure. But I think most people, in fact, you Kylan. Yeah, I don't know any of that, but the way I knew Bob Barker was Happy Gilmore. His <laughs> Happy Gilmore. In that. <laughs> Got an MTV award for it. Oh, did boy. he really? He did. In a fight scene with Adam Sandler. Oh, you know what? That was a standout. He had an interview talking about that. That interview. That, that oh the my part. gosh. Yeah, the part of the fight. Here. When I checked into the hotel the night before we were going to shoot, the director came in and then he said, and Bob, he said, don't worry about the fight. He said, I have a stunt man. He'll do the fight scene. I said, wait a minute. I said, I know how to fight. I said, I want to do the fight scenes. I want to win the fight. He said, all right. So I did them. <laughs> the price is wrong. <laughs> I did Price until 2007 and I didn't do one show that wow. the audience didn't want to talk about Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Now you've had enough. 
<laughs> oh man, he was amazing. Ended every episode of The Price is Right with the line, help control the pet population, have your pets spayed or neutered. And he uh, certainly made a difference on this earth while he was here for 99 years. Rest wow. in peace, Bob Barker. Um, all right, what else? You know, let's talk about deer feeding. Oh, I got busted for that. Deer feeding. Bloomington uh, City Council decided it wanted to fine visitors and residents $50 for feeding or leaving food out for the deer, and that ordinance passed. Monroe County is home to a large population of deer. But Denny and I have been talking about this because... (laughs) I do this very. I, I don't. I don't feed them out of my hand. I, I oh, take no, no, food no, no. They, and I drop will... it off at the edge of the wooded area and and then let them come and and I watch them from a distance because that's my that's my piece is being with the nature like Jane that. Jane and I would buy twenty pounds of shell corn and we'd go out in the woods in the winter time. We never did it during the summertime because we always worried about them. So we would pour out the the shell corn and. Uh, one time <laughs> this is did, true didn't he got in trouble i got in Busted. trouble we it was at Busted. eagle creek and we were leaving and all of a sudden i saw red and blue lights behind me there in the park and i thought what did i do so i thought i was speeding the guy pulls over he says you've been feeding deer i go <laughs> oh my god yes sir he <laughs> I'm goes sorry he says i ought to run you both in right now i said but wow. you know it's winter time i i want to make he says and he just ripped me apart yeah, i, I thought i was going to jail i thought you know because i was the one that carries the the stuff but here's the here's the fun part on our 25th anniversary it was um it was in april and it was still cold we took some shell corn out and we uh, we put it out in the woods all those deer came in our minister came over, Andy stood up for us, and we reset our vows in front of a <gasps> whole herd of deer. That, that's oh, a no, true that story. Wait a minute, that is a wonderful story. We had him named, there was one that had little white white paws, and we called him Socks, and then there was a young <laughs> buck that had little little pointers, and we <laughs> oh. called him Spike. And But we had, had names for all that's of them. Fantastic. But, but anyway, that's I don't, fantastic. But anyway, I don't feed the deer anymore, but I tell you what. Terry Lynn, we're taking all their habitat. That's what I said. I said. I said to Denny. I said, you know, the thing is, we the deer that we have are kind of almost locked in because they've built a trail now and they've built homes all around us, and so these deer are just kind of here. They don't go anywhere. They're just here. And 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 you know, listen, they're not just. Of course, I'm feeding them. I'm not feeding them every day. I don't. I, they don't sometimes don't come. But to know now, I, and I don't know. I looked it up, and I don't know what the ordinances here in Marion County. I don't know, but I'm sure that what I'm doing is probably wrong. A lot of you have said, you know, don't feed the deer because then they rely on you. You could get diseases. You could spread your disease with the, in, in their, their world. And I don't they're know. right in all of their arguments. Uh, you are right. all right. You're all right. I but understand. our heart tells us to do something. It does. Else. And I get, again, such joy from seeing these magnificent creatures because I know September begins hunting season and I may never see them, but, Not and I hate that, again. but I, but for right now, I'm, I'm just enjoying it. And I don't know if someone will knock at my door and tell me now that I've said it, <laughs> from, <laughs> that, but I listen, here's what you do. You I, say, I can't help my Denny heart. made me do it. Just say, Denny made me do Denny it. Denny didn't make me do it. Does and that I, work for everything? No, no, it does not, Kai. <laughs> I don't know if it does or not, but anyway, don't do it in Bloomington because they're watching for you. And, I would uh, say don't do it at Eagle Creek Park and, either. Well, I'm not a deer feeder, but I'm a duck feeder. I love watching oh, the ducks and geese, but you cannot oh, feed them bread. Three pounds of poop no. a day from oh, a goose right and a duck. Penny. How much? Three pounds. How many water bills are you paying a day? Huh? Okay. All Thank right. you. <laughs> three pounds of poop. You know, probably that's your normal American. Yeah, don't get they me started on the octopus here. <laughs> Golly. 
<laughs> the you, ducks. How are we doing yes, here? You can feed them berries, strawberries, But don't no, feed them bread because that's not good for them, it's right? It's like junk food, and yeah. they won't realize that their tummy... It thinks it it's full, it. and so then it'll <laughs> right. It doesn't digest <laughs> it very so. well. Don't do that. Okay, listen. That's it. That's that's enough of our animal talk for today. <laughs> wow. I want y'all to know that coming up, Denny's got some help for you when it comes to caring for your pond after the extreme heat that we dealt with last week. Feels good today. Refreshing. Sixty nine degrees in downtown Indianapolis right now. Feels good. Uh, but Denny will have a little help for you there, and uh, a brand new chapter in a couple in a couple's life as they celebrate the grand opening of their new venture on Mass Avenue. We'll hear that conversation coming up next as we continue here on the first day, 93 WIBC. This house is now Twelve nineteen. Good afternoon to you. On a very pleasant Sunday afternoon, Terry Stacy, along with Kylan Talley, producing today's show. Denny Smith, he's got some good information coming up in just a little bit here after the bottom of the hour about uh, the extreme heat and how it affected maybe a pond or water source you have in your neighborhood or in, on your land. We'll talk about that coming up too. But uh, cycling is one of the most popular activities in Indiana. And yesterday, Very Indy's fun. first electronic bike rental and shop celebrated their grand opening. And I spoke with the owners of Pedigo Indy. It's Scott and Kathy Imus, and they are lifelong Hoosiers. And the story of how they got to where they are today is very interesting. Listen, here's, here's Scott. I had a heart transplant actually in April of 2015, and I uh, couldn't wait to get back into biking after uh, some rehabilitation. Went out and bought a new bike and couldn't wait to ride it. But then I found that biking wasn't as fun as I remembered it to that time prior before I got really sick and uh, needed the transplant. I rode it. I tried to ride it. But like a lot of exercise equipment, it ended up sitting in the garage unused for after about the first month. And then my wife and I were on a vacation in Asheville, North Carolina, and we signed up for a bike tour on Pedago Electric Bikes, and that became a game changer for us. Kathy, how long have you and Scott been married? Um, Actually, it'll be 41 years this coming Monday. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Wow. You remember that day in October when he received news that he'd need a new heart, I'm sure. I remember it very well. We were um, actually shocked. We knew he had been sick for a long time. But his doctors had just treated him with medicine. So when the doctors then told us medicine's not going to do it anymore, you need a transplant, it was mind blowing for us. And it, it took a little while to wrap our heads around that. But once we realized that that was the ticket to a, a better, healthier life for him, we moved right right away, moved forward with the testing that he needed. And by April, the following spring, he had a new heart Amazing. and a new lease on life. And we are very, very grateful to the donor's family and to all the doctors at St. Vincent who literally saved Scott's life. Did you feel confident that the heart would come? When you get that kind of news, do you think, oh my gosh, this might be it? Yeah, it was It was pretty sobering. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, the fact of the matter is there's 
more people on the transplant list than there's organs available. So you always have an uncertain outcome or prognosis, I guess. The toughest part, though, was waiting. I got sick enough that I needed to be hospitalized in the intensive care unit. And that was hard because I could be there for months or I could be there for hours. You never could tell. And it was difficult to wrap your mind around that, knowing that at that point, my best day was going to be some family's worst day. Absolutely. After you got home, you've got a new heart, and you are ready to to try to go back to some normalcy. But how do you go from loving riding this e-bike to now opening a store? (laughs) How does it go from there to say, let's open up a place on Mass Avenue? Well, it was time for us to be nearing the end of our professional careers, if you were, and go into retirement. And didn't seem like we were the type just to sit around and look for things to do necessarily. We had enough of that sort of downtime experience that during COVID. So we wanted something to do and we were passionate about e-bike, Pedago in particularly, and they have a great network that enabled us to pursue that as a second career, do something totally different. It's been very rewarding to do that. There. It gives us great pleasure, much like we had it when Pedago brought biking back to us. It's great to see our renters or our customers go out on an e-bike and see that smile on their face for the first time that they go back to riding their bike like they used to when they were much younger. Kathy, tell us what you have to offer. Right now, we offer uh, sale of Pedago Electric Bikes rentals, and we also provide service to our Pedago owners and folks who own Pedago Bikes. Our longer-term goal is we we will be offering a team-building exercise that we hope that businesses will pick on pick up on where they can. It'll call the uh, Pedago Pedal Pursuit. Think about it as a, a scavenger hunt on a bike, where oh. we'll send teams of folks out from a company and we'll send them along the Indianapolis Cultural Trail with some rather cryptic clues so they have to find special spots along the cultural trail and then take a photo of it with maybe a team member and email it back into the store where they'll have a a company representative keeping score for the team. So it'll be fun activity for them. We also will do tours for local residents where they can come ride on, you know, a Wednesday evening or a Saturday evening. We'll take them around the cultural trail and stop at a local watering hole and, and maybe have drinks and an appetizer and then come back. And for our owners, we're going to be doing community group rides uh, once a month where we'll take a group of our owners out and we'll we're going to do a cleanup day along the cultural trail for one ride. We'll do a cold stay and we'll head up to a restaurant and sit outside and drink beer and watch the Colts win, we hope. That's <laughs> fun. It's really going to be a lot of fun. A great new chapter in your lives. Pedago Indy at Bottleworks. Like more information, go to pedagoelectricbikes.com. How do you feel today, Scott? I feel great. You know, work has been a lot of fun. Again, it's totally different from my what my career job was. And it's just nice to be in the store, surrounded by all these beautiful products. It's not great to be in Bottle Works, which is an attraction in and of itself. We have a big garage door, which hasn't been used much the last couple days, but hopefully we will begin to be able to open that with cooler temperatures on the horizon and just welcome in people to 
to see our product and look more about electric bikes and how they could perhaps change their lives. Well, we are wishing you both just much success and congratulations. Happy anniversary coming up, too. That's Scott and Kathy Imus. Go on over and see them over at Pedigo Indy at Bottle Works. Whole new venture for this couple. Thank you both so much for uh, talking to us today. Thank you. Thank you. It's 1226. They are an awesome couple. And I hope you will get a chance to. I've never been on an electric bike, but I've seen them. And I think they sound like a lot of fun. And they've got lots of great plans ahead. So if that's your thing, head on over and support this great couple who are celebrating uh, a lot of years of marriage tomorrow. Uh, Terry Stacy, Denny Smith, Kylan Talley. This is the first day show on 93 WIBC. Coming up, Denny's got some information about uh, the heat and how it has affected your, your pond or maybe one of your water resources at your home, maybe your water features. Kylan, uh, you are going... No, no. Oh, no, food news is coming up. But you wanted (laughs) to tell us about... This is Cinema Day. Yes, today is So you want to go see a movie. Today's the perfect day to go see a movie because not only you get to see it in theaters, but it's only $4 if you go to the theater. Oh, my gosh. Last one I went to was Top Gun, and it was a fortune. It was over, what, 15 bucks, 14 bucks? But don't you think about it, though? When we were going to movies on a regular basis, like on a date... I think, and I kept kept everything. I still have ticket stubs and everything. I do too. Do I you? Love it. I do. Scrapbooks filled friend. with that stuff. But they were really like, I think seriously, they were like two fifty. <laughs> Don't tell Jane this, but I went to one movie three times with three different girls. It was when Mash came out, oh, the movie. Yeah. It was before I knew Jane, but I liked the movie so much, I just kept asking out a different girl, and I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I mean, it's a good time to enjoy. Four bucks. Yes, but the catch is you can only get that four dollar deal at Regal Theaters, so not your AMC, not your whatever brand, but Regal Theaters, which means you can come downtown, go to Circle Center Mall, or you. There's one in Greenwood, Avon. Make sure you're at a Regal Theater. What they said on their website, Regal Theater did. They said that any showing, any movie, any time, you can get it for four dollars. So. And how long does this go on? Just today. Just today. Yep. Cinema, Cinema Day. Mm-hmm. Cinema Day. I'm going to go watch one. Uh, you know, uh, I always did love them. I have not been. I don't think I've been to a movie theater since before COVID, since it was maybe like right before the COVID and everything shut down. But you better grab these movies now because the writer's strike, I think, has a big effect on the movies and television and everything we're about to see this fall season. Yeah, it is. Kylan's going to get a guest we'll talk about. You may not think about it at the moment, but when one of your favorite things doesn't come back this fall, you're going to be really mad because that's how we are. That's our big problems of the day is one of our shows isn't going to be on. <laughs> meanwhile, uh, oh, and I wanted to mention too, speaking of meanwhile. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, please. I'm oh, sorry. My please goodness. don't talk what about octopus. Wait, wait, no. wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time out. What is it? AMC just added $4 movies too. They did? Yes. So oh, it's everywhere. that's beautiful. Compl- this Anywhere. is like a gas war. Oh my you know? gosh. Well, okay. AMC <laughs> also has the deal of $5 small popcorn and drinks with that. Oh, so, well, that might help you decide what you're, where you're going to go. Oh, I think my Throw in the popcorn be... and the drink. Cool. Uh, and I also want to mention, this just came in, Media Advisory for us, Indiana Task Force One. Uh, they're coming back. Indiana Task Force One, they've completed their mission in Maui and have been demobilized. Team's going to return back tomorrow in uh, two different groups. So they'll be welcomed home, and I'm sure they're exhausted and tired. And I know that uh, the city of, or the town, or the state of they Hawaii is grateful so for them. Well. They Absolutely. go everywhere, and they are, they're as famous as the Cajun Navy. They really are. They're an awesome sight to behold when you see them, and they've been working hard. So they're coming home tomorrow. Uh, this is the first day. Kylan, anything else before we take a break?
Nope. Next, we're just getting hot. Well, not us. The <laughs> oh, pond Lord. and lakes. Are we are talking about octopus? Oh, come on now. Okay. It's the first day. 93 WIBC. You feel like something, babe. You feel like something, babe. Still got your feelings. You recognize who that is? That's the Jonas Brothers, and Allison <laughs> Lemons went to the concert. She was so fired up. All of her concerts have been wonderful. Yeah. Welcome back to the first day on 93 WIBC. I'm Kylan. We've got Denny Smith, Terry Stacy, of course, in the room. If you missed out on the concert with Jonas Brothers, it's okay. There's still plenty of concerts happening around that you can enjoy the summer with. I mean, Five Seconds of Summer is coming to the TCU Amphitheater next week, this, this Wednesday, the 30th. There's plenty of other things to enjoy the summer heat, the summer, summer vibes in general still. You know, that summer heat, uh, if you drive around and you look at the lakes and ponds, they are an absolute mess. Yeah, they are. As crazy as the weather has been for our lawns and landscaping this year, the super hot weather in this irregular rainfall situation throughout central Indiana, it's just caused some very unusual aquatic situations for lakes and ponds throughout Indiana. I had a lot of questions about what I was seeing in both the large lakes and the small ponds, so I reached out to an old buddy of mine. His name is Mark Litweiler. His business is Ponds RX, P-O-N-D-S-R-X, a company that deals with nuisance vegetation issues. And he joins me now. Hey, Mark, thanks for taking time to be a part of the show. Hey, Denny. Appreciate it. Thank you. Mark, you've been treating ponds and lakes for more than three decades. Fill us in on what pond and lake management is all about. Where do you start? Well, it starts with the customer and looking for what they're actually trying to get out of the pond or lake situation. Anytime you're, you're dealing with people, everybody has a different opinion of what they want. Typically with the homeowners association, they're looking for a pristine pond or lake where they don't see anything growing. They can go out and just stroll around the pond in the evening and enjoy a cold cocktail, or you've got fishermen out there that were trying to turn the fisheries into a great sporting event for them. So it really all depends on what the customer's looking for. So we take their ideas and turn it into something that they can use. I drive up and down the, the streets here in Hamilton County, and I see ponds that look, you know, like they're just drop-dead gorgeous, and I see some that are just an algae monster. So from algae to bottom muck, you know, I was stunned at how bad some lakes can be. Where do you start with something like that if you have a big algae bloom? Usually algae comes with the weed growth underneath. Not always happens that that way, but a lot of times you've got the growth coming up from the bottom that'll reach the surface and the algae grabs on and starts to grow on top of that. So you really have to look deep into the pond to see exactly what you're dealing with. It's just algae. There is preventative things we can do long term. Typically, if it is algae or weeds growing to the surface, then we'll go ahead with a vegetation control program followed up with the algae control. So it all depends on the situation. Every pond is a little bit different. So we have to figure out, again, what the best step is to take in that situation. A lot of times it comes with the timing of the year. Spring isn't the same thing as we're doing right now just because of the hot weather and temperature excess. We're actually finding ponds that are under stress right now from the heat, which causes lower oxygen. So you just have to be careful in which, what you're doing. I take it that it would be a good idea to have some sort of pond aeration or some fountain just to keep oxygen in the lake. Is that a good idea? That's a great idea. That's the first thing that I would recommend is an aeration system, a diffused aeration system, where you're actually pumping air into the pond and letting it rise to the surface, getting a lot of circulation that way. You're keeping your your oxygen rich throughout the pond for the fish. You're going to be reducing muck levels over time with that, just chemistry that happens with, with an aeration system. So that would be the first thing that I would suggest. If the pond is small enough, an aeration system is, is great by itself, but you could put in 
a fountain in the center for aesthetics, and, and that definitely will move around some water. Uh, it's not nearly as effective as diffused air, but it is better than nothing out there. I have to assume that fish are good for a pond. Is it pop- possible to get too many fish, or generally speaking, the more the better? No, it definitely, you can definitely have too many fish, which puts the whole system under more stress. They need the oxygen. It, they're going to kind of self-adjust to the situation. So if you have too many fish, the weaker winds will die out where the, the more tougher will survive. But we can do those types of studies as well where we come in and do a fish shocking and, and figure out exactly what you have and put that towards your goals. And we can figure out a program for you. All right. Fish <laughs> fish shocking. I don't think I want to go swimming when you're doing a fish shocking. Is that when you stun the fish, they float up and you start counting them? Exactly. You have a specialized boat that handles that and somebody on, on board that's actually scooping them out, measuring them, writing down all the data. Then we take that back to the office, analyze that. And then based upon the, the ideas of, of the homeowner or association, we can come up with a program that's typically three to five years. And you know if they're looking for healthy bass population, they want to grow lunkers, that type of thing, we can suggest some things that they can do to, to get that. Mark Litweiler of Ponds RX joins me. He is definitely a pond expert. He's been treating my pond for several years, and I just am interested in, in how they approach that. Mark, what's the single best thing that people can do to keep a lake or pond healthy and beautiful? Is it the aeration? Well, there's, there's a combination of different things. There's no silver bullet when we're talking about keeping it as clean and pristine as, as you want. It's really an overall approach. Each one is a tool that we use, the fish, the weed-eating fish, the algae-eating fish, aeration. We use pond eye to darken the water to keep that sunlight penetration low. And then just a, a really good treatment program. All those combined, it's going to get you where you need to be. All right, quick question off the record. I got gray hair. More like silver hair. <laughs> if I go swimming in there, when you put the pond eye in there, am I going to come out with a blue-green tint? Well, no more blue than you are right now, but no. Um, <laughs> the dye is super concentrated, but once it hits the water, you'll be fine. You can irrigate the water. It's not going to turn your grass blue or anything. Uh, you're a good one. Well, Mark, if somebody wants to reach out to you there at Ponds RX, how do they find you? A couple ways. Mark, M-A-R-K, at Ponds, P-O-N-D-S-R-X, or phone number is 317 219 6339. Mark, I sure appreciate your time with us today. You take care, okay? Absolutely. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Danny Paul. Good one. Good one, good one, good one. Uh, This is the first day show. Just checking in to see how the NTT IndyCar series is doing. They had uh, some rain delay yesterday. Qualifying is taking place right now. It looks like Scott McLaughlin will sit on the pole for today's race in St. Louis. And that will begin at 3.30 this afternoon. You can check that out on our sister station, uh, 107.5 The Fan. You're listening to the first day on 93 WIBC. All right, Denny. Denny, 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 Denny. Not a clue. All you have to do is la la. Is it, is it Snoop? No, Snoop this is a great, great uh, <laughs> this is a great song. Uh, hi, everybody, and welcome back. We're with you for a few more minutes. Terry Stacy, Denny Smith, and uh, our friend Kylan Talley is here. Uh, the show is brought to you by our friends Greg Cooper and Lisa Phillips. If you're thinking about looking at homes today, give these guys a call or check them out. They are real estate consultants with Crossroads Collective at Compass Realty, CrossroadsCollectiveHomes.com, and we appreciate them very, very much. Listen to them and what they had to say today about mortgage rates and beyond. Go to WIBC.com and look for the First Day podcast. Uh, just want to mention 
in that coming up, uh, you'll get the very latest on the U.S. Marine Corps aircraft, that Osprey with 23 Marines on board, crashing earlier this morning in North on North on a North Australian island, killing three and critically injuring five during a training exercise. That Osprey is a hybrid aircraft, and they've had some trouble with it in the past, according to some of those what I've seen. Uh, but uh, when we'll they keep first came out, you can take off like a regular runway, or you can take off vertically like a helicopter. Yeah. When they first started five, ten years ago, they had a lot of trouble with it. But I thought they got all the problems worked I out. I think they probably did. I don't know what happened here, and the investigation will continue, and it can take a long time. But um, thinking about those that are affected right now by those that uh, those lives lost and those that are recovering, you'll get the very latest coming up at the top of the hour with Fox News. Also, want to mention I mentioned the uh, NASCAR crash last night in Daytona which was just a horrific crash. Ryan Priest involved in that crash. Um, I, if you, you know, a NASCAR fan, you saw it, but if you didn't, you might want to take a look at this crash. It's like none I've ever seen before, but he was, uh, he was standing out in the middle of the safety team just before he was transported last night to Halifax Health Medical Center, where he remains this morning. He is awake, he is alert, he is mobile, and he is communicating with his family. He'll be evaluated later this morning by, or later on, he was evaluated my goodness, I'm talking too fast. He was evaluated, I believe, or will be evaluated later on. Um, Terry, he did enough barrel rolls and somersaults that he's going to try out for the U.S. gymnastics just team. Just unbelievable. It, and a lot of people said that, too. Cars don't fly, uh-uh. but he was flying. <laughs> Some counted 10 flips. Uh, I was sure there's more like 25 counting rotations I thought I saw. Anyway, it is. And, and on top of all of that, he and his wife had a baby earlier this month, he and Heather, and uh, she was at home watching on TV. Oh, Good Lord. Can you imagine? Oh, I can't. Can you imagine? I don't want to. Uh, pretty scary stuff. Uh, IndyCar race, that starts at 3.30 today, right here. Not right here on this station, but our sister station on the fan. So make sure if you're out and about and you want to check in and see what's happening. It's the last oval of the season, and it's going by pretty quick. Let's do a little food news. <gasps> food news? Yes, ma'am, Kylan. Let's do it. Glorious food indeed. Happy National Peach Day. We'll get to more on that in just a little bit. This is the last week for Devour Indie Summerfest. This is the best time to try out new restaurants, ones that you're kind of shy away from because of prices or areas. This is a great time to do that. DevourIndie.com for the participating restaurants, their menus. You oftentimes get three-course meals for well, like $30 less sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful time. Some grand openings for you on your radar. Yak and Yeti. It's Himalayan cuisine. They had their grand Himalayan opening. Himalayan cuisine. I know. Wow. You can taste their what, authentic. Is that yak? Might be like Mongolian. Yak. I don't know. Yak. Is it like yak burger? Yak, yak Y-A-K. <laughs> I don't know Himalayan. Yakety yak. That is, is that the name of talk the back. I wonder what that really is. Authentic flavors of Nepal. Nepal. Mm. Yep, so you can go visit them in Fishers. Parlor Donuts also opened a new location. Another donut shop. Can you believe all the donut shops? I'm not even mad about it. A lot of competition. It's like when craft breweries came out, when we started having craft beers. The the market became so saturated with craft beer. (laughs) Maybe we're getting saturating too many with donuts. I mean, I'm not complaining. Just eat your peach pie, okay? (laughs) So Parlor Donuts, they were founded in Evansville, but you can find them here in Indianapolis. And then one more opening for you, Indy's first chocolate. Chai Cafe is now open in Fountain Square. Oh, chai lattes are my fave. (laughs) A cup of chai. You can go get them, and it's authentic Indian chai for you. So can you tell us about your peaches here? I'm I'm in love with your peaches. These are good. I am in love with peaches as well, and Mm. so is Jack Black. I have to bring this one back. (laughs) 
I don't think we ever got enough of it, even though it was everywhere. All right, National Peach Day. Oh my for gosh. your tasting for your food news today, we have this peach pie from Needler's Market, which is so right here in downtown. Good. The cutest grocery store. And it has a beautiful little cafe in them. it, area for you to sit down under the trees. It's a little bit of a boutique, but it is a great grocery. Yeah, I, I mean, it. homegrown, home-owned. Yeah. I mean, I, I love these guys. Mm-hmm. It and reminds me of the O'Malley. Ooh, what am I drinking? <laughs> so what you're drinking <laughs> is oh, pineapple peach okay. kombucha. You did the bunny nose. Have you're, you had you're no- <laughs> kombucha before? It just shocked me. It's, it's a it? special kombucha. peach hooch. This is a different type of tea. So, yes, Denny, you like your chai tea, but this is black or green tea, dependent on it. And it's fermented tea by infusing bacteria and yeast. And this really, honestly, some of the benefits for kombucha that you'll hear people drinking it for is to help with gut health. Exactly. Okay. Your gut biome is the second most important biome well, in your body. Well, it feels like stingers are going down into my belly. <laughs> yeah, the look on your face, I wish I would had my camera going. That's an unusual. Uh, I like trying new things. That's I've never had that before. I thought kombucha, kombucha, how do you say it? Kombucha. Yep. Kombucha was. Um, I bet it's at the yak. Like, um, I bet it's at the yak store. I bet they have kombucha tea. <laughs> yak and yeti. I yak and yeti. It was like a. Well, anyway, I don't know what I thought it was, but that I'm glad I had a chance to try it. Also, want to is- tell you the village pie maker pies, peach pie, frozen in the uh, frozen food section at Kroger is the most wonderful peach pie too you'll ever have if you want to try another good peach pie oh or strawberry gosh. rhubarb. This Isn't that is good? I Isn't d- it good? Rhubarb, there are people who will fight and bleed and die for rhubarb I know pie. It. But have you ever had rhubarb raw? I mean, it, no. it is so it's bitter. It's tart you, and bitter. Okay, so how do you make Eat something tart? Eat it with tart, your ice cream. No, you put four cups of sugar in a rhubarb yeah. pie oh, and I'm going, yeah. why don't good. you just do, why don't you have a celery pie? You Does know, it grow pretty easy? I mean, I oh, think yeah, I see grows. wild rhubarb growing uh-huh. along the side of the road, I think. You know, you never, it looks like a uh, purple and green stalk, like celery, purple but or, just or giant. Reddish. Yeah, Mr. Burnett, our old next door neighbor in the 50s had it and we he just whack it off with his knife and here, chew on That's this. It. Well, you chew take a bite of that and you go, Mr. Burnett, are you crazy? Sounds like my grandpa. But they like love rhubarb pie. John Stiff, one of my buddies, he, he would fight and bleed for, for don't rhubarb pie. Don't care for pie. it. Not me neither. And you can add strawberry to it, but I still don't care about don't it. do suck on a, pipe, <laughs> a popsicle here. Oh but gosh. I love peach. I do love you the know, peach pie. I never really looked for kombucha before. I have had friends that go through it. I'm reading through the benefits right now. Oh, my goodness. Okay, like. All right, you got your weight loss. What about hair loss? Your gut health. Oh, all right. Terry. It only says to not drink it if you're pregnant, but that's oh, all. I would. I think, you're, I think you're okay, Denny. What could it do to you if you drink it? I don't it? know. You better not drink that before church because people will, you know, think you're nipping. So maybe it's got a little, <laughs> that, that bacteria stuff that's growing in there, right? That mm-hmm. that might not be good Ooh, for the baby. It says it strengthens your immune system. Good. Drink it up. B vitamins. Okay. Give- Cancer fighter. Mm. Detoxification. Heart okay. health. But just don't drink too much of it. Always moderation, Right. Yeah, we love our moderation. Here we go, Mother Goose over here telling us drink in moderation. (laughs) You're supposed to pay the water bill in moderation too, Dave. Yeah, quick, 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 quick! Do you have to tell everything you know? (laughs) Oh, Uh, good food news today. Anything else, Kai? I would say for your free food news, just remember your Taco Tuesday. You can get your free Doritos Locos Tacos. That also should be eaten in moderation. I think I've eaten probably a little bit too much, but (laughs) it's free and I love it. You can get that in person or online. If you have any questions about how to get your free Doritos Locos Taco, we have a post on our First Day with Terry Stacy Facebook page. Go through, scroll through, 
like and follow us while you're there. It's going to be a beautiful day. 72 degrees right now downtown in blue skies. It is just perfect out there. Whatever you're going to be doing, if you're headed out to uh, the Hoosier Hardwood Festival in Lebanon, if you're just hanging around downtown, if you're going to go to the new Bicentennial Unity Plaza and if be a part of all the festivities. do Indie Fringe Festival. It's the last week for that. Oh, to good go reminder. see some theater, local yeah. theater. Or come down and have some good restaurant food, right? Or see your cinema at the Circle Center Mall. See? So many. What are you going to do today, Danny? Uh, I think I'm going to take another walk. We got up early this morning about 7 o'clock and walked from 7 to 8 or 9.30. So we, we're going to do it again. Denny will not be feeding deer. I will not be feeding the deer. Thank you. So I will be feeding the ducks. She will continue feeding the ducks, and we're just going to keep going on. Uh, mark your calendars October 4th at 2.20 p.m. Every TV, radio, and cell phone in the United States is going to blare out the distinctive, jarring, electronic warning tone of an emergency alert. Accompanied by a notice along these lines, this is a nationwide test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test. No action is required by the public. That will go, I'm telling you now, because on October 4th, when that goes off, I will wet my pants. Uh (laughs) Immediate heart attack. Hey, it's the last week of August. Enjoy it. Uh, Oh, that's it. Summer's almost gone. Put away your whites after Labor Day. And like Greg Greg Cooper says, no open-toed shoes. That's for sure. That's against the rules. If you missed any of the show, go find the podcast. You can go to WIBC.com or else anywhere you stream. Thank you, Todd Scoggins, for joining us today. Denny Smith, thank you. Kylan Talley, appreciate you very much. Teresa Caputo next week. And Nick Sturgeon, too, from right here in Indianapolis. And others, and more fun. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to The First Day. The news is next on 93 WIBC.